Hi everyone. Hi everyone. Here's our sharing for um, Wednesday's DT from uh, Jeremiah 1. Yeah, I was uh, really blessed by uh, God's calling of Jeremiah in verse 5, and particularly um, just uh, the phrases, I knew you before I formed you in the womb, I knew you, and before you were born, I consecrated you and I appointed you a prophet to the nations. And just thought it was um, it's amazing that uh, God knows, God knew me before I was even born, before he even formed me. And I kind of started to think about what does that mean about uh, the possibility of pre-existing souls or uh, what does God mean when he says he knew me. Uh, but regardless, I just thought about this combination of God's intimate knowledge of me. Um, and uh, it, it, embedded in that is a sense of uh, he knew me and loved me. Uh, but at the same time, it's tied in in verse 5 with God consecrating me and appointing me. Um, so one, one, one thing I think is worth noting is um, People say, oh, this is just Jeremiah, he was a prophet. But I think actually this is how uh, God sees and calls every one of us. You know, every every Christian, every believer is someone who is called to be a, a witness of Jesus to the ends of the earth. Mm -hmm. And so uh, I guess I started to grapple with the seeming contradiction of God's knowledge and love with his consecration and calling. Because um, knowing Jeremiah's life and even in the description of this first chapter, you know it's going to be a hard life. Like most people, most people are not going to listen to him. It's, it's a very burdensome calling actually. Mm -hmm. um, and so how is, how is that how is laying that kind of burden uh, upon his life um, like supposed to coexist with God knowing him and loving him even when he was before he was a baby? I, I think God can call us uh, and, and in, this, in the same breath as uh, his words of love and knowledge um, because of his promise in verse um, 8, uh, 7 and 8 when Jeremiah objects because of the burden and he says, I'm too young, I, I don't know what to do. And um, But God's response is just a simple promise, I will be with you, right? In verse 8, do not be afraid of them for I am with you to deliver you. And I'm just thinking, okay, that's how God can so confidently um, issue his burdensome call um, while saying that he knows us and loves us because he's going to be with us. And that's how I experienced him. Uh, the times I was closest uh, to God was when I responded to his calling um, to try to speak his word and love people, you know, from, what, from Berkeley, SoCal, Chicago, here. It's always been um, times fraught with challenges and people, most people not listening to this message of judgment and grace. But uh, those were the times that I could look, look most earnestly to God and see if he's actually there, see if his promise is true that he's with me. And I found that he was each time. I think about what you said about um, how it's a tough calling and it's not easy and why is it and it's because of what um, God wants to do through his prophet, through his people. Mm -hmm. It's verse 10, um, it's this desire to pluck up, to break down, to destroy, to overthrow, to build and to plant. Mm -hmm. And um, this has always been God's heart with his people like throughout the Old Testament. Um, after the fall, you know, just we see history like unraveling. There's sin, idolatry, um, people do not know how to be with God, journey with God, mm. having to dwell with them. So God has this goal, like as he sees his people, he needs to do this kind of work. Mm. And just thought yeah, how those... Plucking up and, and breaking down and yeah, building just, up. Yeah, and um, just thought about how the first four words, it's not easy things. Plucking up, breaking down, destroying, overthrow. Um, and just thought, what does it take to do that kind of work? Mm. Um, it's messy. And it's difficult, you know, it's going to require facing opposition, rebellion, mm -hmm. things that have been strongholds for a long time. Mm -hmm. But um, God's goal is, um, just thought about how the last two words, it's it's very visionary. It's to plant, build and to plant. Mm -hmm. And there's this picture of life. Mm -hmm. And um, that, that, that's actually how God works even now. Even actually after, you know, Jesus came to give reconciliation new life. Um, we read many times in the New Testament, you know, the old has passed and new has come. You know, mm -hmm. get rid of the old, bring in the new. Mm -hmm. and just thought about part of getting rebuilt. Mm -hmm. I mean, it actually requires a lot of like work of throwing out junk. Throwing out the old. Yeah, yeah. and that's kind of the role of a prophet. It's bringing God's truth, mm -hmm. and that requires a lot of work and throwing out and you know mm -hmm. getting rid of. And then as we do that, it's lovingly building up and planting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is a, a tough call and a tough message. And you see, starting from verse thirteen, um, the words that God is asking Jeremiah to say, and they're just they're just words of judgment, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and you know that's. When we think about our task, we, we think, oh, it's, it's very different. You know, we have the New Testament gospel of grace, but 
Um, the, the good news always begins with the bad news, right? Like, grace cannot be understood or received unless we understand um, that, that we are deserving of judgment. You know, I mean, just thinking about uh, really what's what's really coming to the forefront of social um, social consciousness these days is justice, right? I mean, there's just so much going on, lack of justice in our world. Uh, just it's in the news every other day. Just another another shooting, um, and uh, you know. It's, it's, it's ironic because our world and our hearts are so tuned to justice and yet um, we don't uh, I think a lot of people don't look to the question of where where is that justice grounded in you know is it just arbitrary is it up to us or is it grounded in the God of justice who will ultimately uh, call us to account at the end of each of our lives at the end of history and that's what the Bible calls judgment um, and so that's uh, the message that Jeremiah has and it's, <laughs> I just thought it's interesting in verse 19 God repeats that promise for I am with you and um, but the, the way that God is with going to be with Jeremiah is is in simply making him this unmovable person who is going to be fought against. You're going to be uh, fought against but not prevailed against. And just thought, wow, that's not very uh, appealing when we first think about God, what God wants to call us to. But that's very, that's so true down to this day. You know, because we have this message of judgment, we're going to be opposed. We're going to be fought against. And so the life we have to live is very much like this description. And Paul talks about it in Second Corinthians four. You know, um, we are perplexed and we are hard pressed and persecuted. And yet, simply, I'm not going to be prevailed against. And that's God coming through on His promise of being with us and sustaining us. One little side interesting thing: I, I was intrigued by the almond branch. Mm. <laughs> like, mm. what does the almond branch mean? And just looked up quick commentary, and there were two things. Uh, one, um, just what an almond tree is like. There's one commentary that says it's very quick to bud flowers. Uh-huh. Yeah, but flowers right when the spring comes. So just this picture of God saying, um, I have a promise, I have a word, and I'm going to make it happen. Mm. Like it's going to actually happen. So it's that kind of symbolicism. But mm. another thing is, um, I guess the Hebrew word for almond, it also means watchful. So that's mm. what um, God says. You know, I'm watching over my word to perform it. Mm-hmm. And so, I don't know, it just gave me this thought of God's word and how his heart is. I've said a word, I have a promise, you know, ju- promise of judgment, but also restoration. And I'm going to make it happen. I'm mm-hmm. watching over my word to make it happen. Mm-hmm. And just not like one role of a prophet has to be knowing and like watching God's word, what God said he will do mm-hmm. and being very close to it and being guided by it, knowing that one day it will be fulfilled. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, just thought about just that one small point and how that must have been reassuring for Jeremiah mm-hmm. to get that kind of word that promise from God that his word has been spoken it's been sent out it's going to happen and I'm God has says I'm going to watch to make sure it actually gets fulfilled mm-hmm. and I think that must also mean that God is watching for those who will um, like respond and actually hear it so mm-hmm. it kind of brings to mind what Jesus said so so many times he who has ears let him hear mm-hmm. because God God will perform his word yeah alright that's it for today okay have a good Wednesday good Wednesday bye bye